Hey, we're back. Hey. Hello. Hello. Plus one. Uh, I've got an angry cat uh, outside the door uh, (laughs) wanting desperately. When Broco starts turning to rats, it's something (laughs) kind of happens. Uh, Tracks the cats. Uh, Cats come out. Yeah. Well, welcome to episode eight, everybody. How's everyone doing? Good. Doing well. Day 37 in quarantine. I don't even know anymore. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I, I stopped counting. Um, it, it was kind of a joke at the beginning, and now it's gotten real. It's like, when is this? Yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea any longer how long I've been stuck at home. Um, sounds like it could go on even longer. You know, our, our neighbors have are going to the end of May, so could be us next. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we've been stuck in quarantine, still trying to... Uh, you know, get together and move this adventure forward. And uh, so far, it's it's going fine. The fantasy world moves on with or without yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. It's it's got its own uh, own uh, progress and agenda going on there. And I I know we've received some feedback from users that uh, they agree with you. Uh, it's pretty dark this season. So <laughs> yeah, so dark, Jerry. God, uh, perhaps a carnival or something. No, something no carnival. Fun. You know he's going to turn it creepy. <laughs> no, that's true. Uh-huh. Clowns, demonic uh, clowns. It's all clowns. Carnivals all clowns. are dark on their own. Uh, no, yeah, we've uh, we've obviously had some people that agree with you, and and I just I really haven't noticed that much of a difference, but. Um, <laughs> Wow, you're not the one being chained up in a dungeon <laughs> having to share. That's a, a good point. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we don't know what he does in real life. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. And down to the bucket. Uh, <laughs> um, so we are uh, here, gathered again, um, to uh, uh, play a game. And uh, I just want to take a moment to thank everyone who has uh, continued to listen to us, even though things are a bit different now and we're uh, having to do this online. Uh, Doesn't sound as nice, but uh, hey, all the personality is still there, and that's the main thing, right? We're Um, still here producing quality content. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Right. Um, So we want to thank you for listening and sticking with us, and we hope that we can provide some entertainment. Uh, if you're in lockdown too, um, give you something to listen to, to take your mind off of, uh, things going on in the world. Um, so thank you, Patreon sponsors as well. Um, I can't believe, uh, you guys are still spending money to support this show. Um, but we appreciate it. Every little bit helps. And, um, you know, another reminder that if you have better things to do with your dollar or five dollars, uh, feel free to, you know, spend that money uh, elsewhere. And that's all I have to say. And we just a reminder, we, we have viewers and listeners from around the world. So I just hope everybody from around the globe is, is being safe and and understanding that this is one world and we're all in it together and we'll get through it. Yeah, I think we will get through it. I am uh, incredibly happy to see that, you know, none of you guys have gotten sick. Um, And I hope the same is true for uh, our listeners. I hope uh, they have uh, so far managed to avoid uh, any real pain from this other than some inconvenience. But uh, I know that's probably not the case. Um, 
you know, and uh, if you're out there listening and getting by, I apologize that the fantasy world I created is so dark as so probably could use something <laughs> a little lighter right now. Uplifting, Jerry. <laughs> um, so, well, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll, um, I will, uh, I'll try to uh, work on that. Put some well, work. at least Alar is going to be able to look on the bright side. Yeah. Which is Alar. <laughs> it's all on you, Alar. I see your names have changed. The band name changed once again. <laughs> the Rat Catchers. Rat Catchers. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so, speaking of Alar, it's your time to shine, Alar. Okay. Give us a recap. Alar <clears throat> and his compatriots sent out to find glass for the greenhouse. Their journey led them to the ruined Stakeworth Manor, a large roof of glass over a lo- an atrium. Alar wisely stayed below as his allies charged up to get the glass, only to be attacked by haunted suits of armor. Will they get the glass? Tune in to Dungeon Patrol. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Alar. Wisely stayed down below. <laughs> wisely stayed below. Repeatedly. Nothing to do with Succeeded at staying below. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. Yes. Uh, well, you guys did get the glass. 25 pains. Yeah, a lot. Quite a lot, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you made it back to kind of the the hill uh, leading up to the the vineyard, and that's that's kind of where we stopped last time. So good job doing that. Thank you, Alar, for the recap. So anything else before we get started? Now give me adventure, Jerry. Are we we being glaciers now? Is that where... Uh. I, I probably won't make you actually install oh. the. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question. Uh, that's how I'm going to lift the mood as you guys get to, you know, find a trade now. Um, yeah, let's see if you broke a pane. Yeah. No. Go back and get another one. Let's do a sub quest to go get some uh, lead to line yeah. the glass. Yeah. Lots of, uh, I'm sure that was a highly skilled uh, operation there. Um, so. Uh, you guys are at the base of the hill. I'm assuming that you're going to take the glass up the hill to uh, the greenhouse. Yeah, it's close enough. Close enough? Okay. Yeah, let's go. All right. So you approach the greenhouse, and before you, you see the massive form of Arvik hunched over a basket of food that's been strewn across the muddy ground. He brushes off a piece of cheese and eagerly takes a bite. Barnacle stands next to him, barking madly at the wooden shed that serves as the giant's home. You look towards the small shack in time to see the lithe form of Skoldaveg saunter out into the rain. She sneers at Arvik as he scrambles to gather up the spilled food. But she turns toward your group and says, Wolf Canute wants you. Her message delivered, she shrugs and walks off toward the villa, pausing briefly to mockingly bark at Barnacle. I think she's starting to warm up to us. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to kill her. <laughs> uh, you guys have very different views of how uh, this relationship is <laughs> headed, but... Uh, I want to remind you, I'm still a horse. <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. yeah. I was going to say. And as of right now, Alar, you're uh, on, you know, on my back, you know, like, I don't know if your hair is like going through the wind cause it was raining and whatnot, or you're just like doused with rain. 
Yeah, but I, you know, I look good with wet hair as well. So <laughs> it all works for a. It all works. And then, can I roll for a bucket uh, to buck him off? Can I do? I do, do I roll for that or just hypothetically? I suppose you could. No, um, I wouldn't do such a thing. <laughs> I, I want to counter roll an athletics check then to. <laughs> yeah, your jump checks have been good so lately. So. <laughs> I figured Brokos. Hush, Brokos. I figured Brokos is already broken in and he wouldn't be bucking anymore. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an excellent point. So you uh, you come upon the scene. Obviously, Skolaveg uh, maybe delivered his food, threw it on the ground. You, you kind of piecing the scene together as you pull up and. Uh, Arvik is uh, still gathering up food and and uh, sharing little bits of it with Barnacle. And, you know, uh, when he looks up at you, he's obviously happy to see you. Arvik, we have found glass. Um, at that, he stops uh, kind of mid, mid-bite and uh, stands up and uh, runs over to the cart and takes a look. And he starts kind of almost like jumping up and down. He's so excited and he's like, thank you, thank you. This, is, this will work great, thank you. And uh, um, he starts to like grab, you know, dig through the back of the cart, like able to lift these panes easily, just super strong. Jerry, so help me God, if you kill Arvik. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not until the end of this episode. Uh, writing's yeah. on the wall. Yeah, totally. <laughs> You've made him too likable. I may just have to kill him as a matter of, you know, just to get it out of the way. <laughs> okay. No. Oh, thank you, Craig. A step towards uh, lightening up the mood. Yeah, Craig gets it. <laughs> putting everybody in. Anybody we like, we're just going to put them out of their misery before someone else. Jerry does. Oh, Jerry does. oh that's just the best. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what suffering is in front of you. <laughs> We have become judge and juror of those who decide to live yeah, and die. Yeah, that's uh, not far off from our COVID-19 strategy currently. But uh, um, we are, yeah, uh, Arvik seems very happy. I'm, I promise I won't kill him anytime soon. Um, and uh, he starts uh, unloading the cart and still taking bites, you know, and Barnacle is jumping around at your feet and barking and it seems happy to see you as well. I will pet Barnacle. All right. He has been petted. Now what? I will go over in and, and uh, nudge Barnacle and then try to do a little horse play with him and try to get him to uh, you know, react. I don't know if he's had a whole lot of playtime lately. So in, in horse form, you're going to like chase him around and play. Oh, that's and... not terrifying yeah. the dog at all. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, he, he starts barking and he gets down in his puppy pose and he starts, you know, wagging his tail extra hard and he runs around, starts to get the zoomies and he, you know, is buzzing around the, the area around the shack there in the greenhouse and you're playing along with them, prancing around and yeah. I'm going to get out of the rain and go to the greenhouse. Okay. So, but we have been summoned. Oh. Yeah, if you look back, you see that she is, uh, she hasn't looked back at you, but she is kind of slowly strolling down the ridge towards the villa herself, Skolavig, that is. 
And uh, that, that was her whole message is that Wolf Canute wants you. Come, my friends. Let us see what adventure awaits us. <laughs> okay. So you're uh, headed to the villa? Yes. Well, I am. I suppose it's warmer there and drier. Yeah. Yeah, that's and a good point. We make it You've got fur. Food. Why are you complaining? It's wet. Have you ever smelled a wet bugbear? Yes, now we have. Does it smell, does it smell <laughs> any worse than just a regular bugbear? Slightly. I'll shake water at you. Uh. <laughs> All right. So um, you guys uh, head on down the ridge towards the villa. And you walk beneath the Flossdale Vineyard sign and approach the villa. You see several pirates on the tower uh, standing out in the rain, um, kind of uh, doing a circuit around the top of the tower. And um, a number of others patrolling the grounds as well. Ahead, you can see Skolavig talking with some other pirates at the door. She spares you a backwards glance and steps through the doorway. You see her again when you uh, get close to the door yourself. Um, and she's walking into that back room where you guys uh, were originally kind of brought to uh, the main living space of the villa. Um, I assume you're going to follow her in there or... Yeah, but I suppose. Brokos, <laughs> please change back. Yes. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I will change back. Okay. So Brokos is changing back into his uh, regular form. And inside, you see her standing behind Wolf Canute, who is now seated at a chair uh, on one side of a very large table that's been moved into the space. Um, the makeshift table dominates the area, covered with maps and scrolls and books. Uh, you see the very tired-looking Wolf Canute staring at a wrinkled piece of parchment. Haydn sits across from him, absently fingering a pendant that hangs around his neck, a pendant that, upon closer inspection, you see is in the shape of a bird. Haydn tucks away his pendant quickly as he notices you walk in and smiles up at you. Wolf Canute stares at the parchment a few moments longer and finally tears his gaze away long enough to look up. The mood in the room is obviously very tense. And he says, finally, I need you. I have a plan that involves the lighthouse. I sent a couple of people to secure it, but they haven't reported back. Go see what happened to them and come back to me with news. What are you wanting with the lighthouse? Uh, you see that he pauses for a long time and then he finally kind of like, like he doesn't want to waste more time talking to you and he finally pushes back and he, <sighs> that is my business. We have a plan. Although you are part of my band now, I'm not sure I want to bring you fully into my inner circle to reveal all of these plans. Haydn can tell you more. Tris will just scowl. She's good at that. <laughs> okay, so he, he realizes you're not happy, but uh, and he's uh, obviously very tense, and so he kind of takes a deep breath, and then he's like, look, we all have our jobs to do. Arvik, for example, we give him food, and he's expected to get that greenhouse set up. 
We all work together. We all do our parts. Torvik and Harter, they were supposed to secure the lighthouse, but I haven't heard from them. Now I'm asking you to do your part and go there and find out what happened to them and what's taking them so long. Please do this. And we will find adventure and epic tales even in scouting a lighthouse. <laughs> Did uh, we not? Positive Sourcing glass? <laughs> even finding we'll, glass. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> that's so, right, Kragar. Haydn uh, looks up at you after, after uh, Wolf Canute goes back to his, his parchment, and uh, he calmly says, uh, they may have stopped at the building site in Coldfoot Market. You may want to check there before heading to the lighthouse directly. So did we not want to ask him about, uh, what is it, the, the um, Dark Run Syndicate? I don't. Certainly could. You do not? Go for it. Why not? Well, I'm not the talker here. <laughs> I'm just the gentle reminder. The nudger and the glarer. Yes. And tail swisher. Yes. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. So Wolf Knut. Oh, no, we want Hayden. Yes. Hayden. Tell us, what do you know of uh, this Dark Run Syndicate? We stopped one of their agents at the boatyards. Uh, he, he looks very, uh, uh, like he suddenly perks up at that, and he pushes himself away from the table, and he kind of uh, gives a little nod to Wolf Canute, who is not even paying attention to him or you anymore. Walks around the table, and he kind of grabs you and pulls you over a little bit off to the side, and like you ran into the Dark One Syndicate? Yes, one of their were rats was the saboteur. I killed him. That's ah. right, we killed him. <laughs> That's right. Almost forgot it was over so quickly that Gregor killed him. <laughs> uh, so he was uh, dead when I found him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. It was like that. Um so uh he's like very interesting. They decided to show themselves after all, hey? How do you know they were? I mean, besides being a were-rat, of course, not very many people even know that about them. Uh, how, how did you, how did you uh, identify them as a Dark Run Syndicate? Had a marking. What was that? Sorry. Go ahead, Krieger. There was a tattoo. And what was it on this tattoo? It was a rat king. A rat king, yes. Uh, like a ring of rats. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so he, he nods and he looks very thoughtful. And he's like, he's like, yes, we have to tread very carefully now. They are a powerful group. And they pretty much control the underground in this city. I've been trying to talk to Wolf Canute about uh, utilizing some of the lesser known uh, routes throughout the city, but uh, this will complicate matters quite a bit. 
<laughs> Everyone's <laughs> digesting. Uh, for, the, for those in audio form only. <laughs> it just so, got a lot of stares. Aiden, you seem to know a lot about the underworld. My yes, yes, I, I told you about my uh, exploits in that that arena, haven't I? You hinted at it. Well, I pretty much ran, you know, the you know thieves guild for this city for well, the last few years, I'd say. Yes, yes, I was in charge of it. Well, until the Dark Run Syndicate came around, of course. Hmm. And the symbol of your Thieves Guild, was it the albatross? The one oh. you wear around your neck? Albatross? Oh, no, that, that's more of a personal thing, actually. Um, I, I don't suppose you've seen the albatross uh, painted on buildings across the city? But of course. Well, those of us who've spent some time as slaves in this, in this place... Uh, many of us have uh, have grown up with the legends of the albatross uh, taking people away when they're in desperate need, when their uh, masters get a little too overzealous, uh, the albatross will come and carry them away to freedom and safety. It's a silly, silly thing that uh, helps ease the mind of uh, slaves who are suffering. Um, but I, I really believe that uh, this albatross was sent by, by Rel, the goddess of luck, who is someone that I hold in great uh, admiration. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, uh, he basically is, uh, he's, as a halfling, he follows the goddess of luck, which is not a, not a big surprise. Um, and uh, he believes that uh, this albatross is kind of this legend of this albatross. Uh, he doesn't, you know, not sure if he really totally buys in based on uh, what he tells you, but he definitely um, thinks it is useful and thinks it gives people hope. And he truly believes that um, something has helped slaves escape this city uh, and has been doing that for uh, decades. Then why, why was the albatross painted so much more frequently right before the revolt? Did you and yours have a hand in this, Hayden? <laughs> we, we may have encouraged it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Very perceptive. Um, I, I, you know, we we needed some kind of symbol to unite us at that time. It was uh, we weren't sure who was all in and who was uh, uh, still too afraid to oppose. You know, their masters when the uprising occurred, and and so we needed something to unite the people. And the albatross. Everyone in town has heard of the albatross. Um, you know, heard of the legends, and and you know, maybe even knew somebody who just disappeared one day. Um, you know, so we decided to to use that. That's beautiful. I just came up with a hundred ideas for an epic about the albatross <laughs> and freedom and unchained and looking to the sunlight after years of clouds. <laughs> You're welcome, Hayden. I'll make sure you feature in it. Well, uh, not you personally. 
<laughs> so he looks a little confused, but then he kind of just smiles and uh, pats you on the on the back and thanks, lad. Anything else I can help you with? So does Krigger, the lighthouse? Yeah, does it was does Krigger know where the lighthouse is? Uh, you would definitely both you and Tris uh, would know where the lighthouse is. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> Brokos is pointing at his map background. So <laughs> I love the weatherman aspect of it. I really do. So where where is There's the lighthouse? A, uh, cold got a front cold coming front. in from the west. Yes. <laughs> uh, so um, I can tell you on the map, uh, on the marker where it says, I believe it says, uh, what is it? What's the top orange thing? What's in the orange box again? Um, fish belly? That is fish belly. Fish belly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is actually covering most of Coldfoot Market, which is kind of a triangular shaped uh, square that uh, serves as a marketplace for that area. And then basically straight north of that, um, you get out on that peninsula there, and that's where the lighthouse is. And I will mark it on your maps when, I, when this episode uploads. So, yep, you got it, Brokos. Pointed right at it. Like, be a great weatherman. Mm-hmm. So. That is my quest, is become, to become a good elemental. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I suppose that makes sense for you, doesn't it? Yeah, you're the druid. You should be the weatherman. Yeah. Um, any questions for Hayden? I, I mean, don't suppose I, that we can, I don't know, get the, some more supplies before we head out, or should we rest first? I'm uh, assuming, um, what, what time of day is it? Because we left in the morning, and I assume that took probably most of the day to go fetch all that glass. Yeah, it's probably getting towards afternoon at this point of the day. Um, so you, it might make sense to rest up and head out in the morning. You guys obviously have replenished your weekly rations and things like that by returning to the um, to the villa. So I was hoping more for like a healing potion. Uh, nothing like that. Um, they're in pretty short supply, but uh, who knows? You might run across one. More dark and more stingy. I think that's a no. It's <laughs> <laughs> a definite no. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I should be more clear. No. Is it uh, is it wiser to go during? So the market is busy. I'm guessing right now. Um, perhaps we go to the lighthouse during the day or the evening. Are you asking Hayden that? Or? Yeah, the mar- yeah, the market, I'm guessing, would be closed at this point. Or I mean, are there even markets right now? Right. Yeah, that's probably the better question. Um, the sense you get from Hayden is that the market is probably not, not uh, really open or serving as much of a marketplace nowadays. Um, but there's other stuff happening there, which he seems a little bit cagey about. Does he... He's cagey, like he doesn't want to give us information about something that might help us, cagey? Uh, yeah, he just kind of glanced at Wolf Canute when he said it, you know, and, you know, didn't give you any just vague references to other other things. And then there's a group of Wolf Canute's men uh, there. 
Craigar, could you put Hayden on your list? <laughs> Two kill, just right under Arvik, I guess. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, poor Arvik. Poor Arvik. We should go ahead and go then. We should be able to make it to the lighthouse, lighthouse by dark. Yeah. Let us go. So you're going to head out right away? Apparently. Uh, can we take a short rest, perhaps? Uh, that way I can you. get some, I can get my beasties back. Very well. Okay, so you're taking a short rest. And we'll say it's probably close to five by the time you're done. And you guys are heading out. Is that right? I guess that's right. That's what we are doing. <laughs> Some seem happier about it than others. Well, that's that's what I was thinking. Okay, so you guys head out, um, and uh, as you go, um, you get your supplies, uh, your food rations, and things like that. Um, so you leave the villa, um, and your hour rest finally noticed a, a break in the rain uh, that's been fairly persistent throughout the day. So now it's um, overcast still um, and occasionally little bouts of misty rain, but the wind has died down and compared to recent days, it suddenly feels like the air is very thick and warm. Um, you see that some people have come out into the streets, uh, even though it's evening now, gossiping, trading, you know, living their lives, um, and you find it rather comforting, uh, even though it's obvious that uh, a sense of desperation is slowly growing uh, throughout the city. You, uh, you are heartened to see, you know, people going about their, their daily business and um, taking care of things. <clears throat> Excuse me. After some distance, you hear the sounds of saws and hammers and you round a corner and through a burnt out shell uh, I'm assuming that you went to Coldfoot Market is that right or directly yeah, to the light? Yes. Okay so uh, through a burnt out shell of a building you see a large tower taking shape uh, and then as you enter the square you see men, <coughs> men scrambling beneath it bringing freshly cut timbers to a makeshift pulley-drawn platform. And a stocky woman with stark white hair and a long, thick braid stands nearby, shouting orders to the handful of workers at the top of the platform. From the appearance and smell, this area used to be a fish market, but now it's dominated by the construction of this tower. Um, how tall is this tower right now? Uh, right now, it's about uh, 30 feet. Um, it's very wide, uh, you know, so you expect that it, it could, you know, it looks like they're trying to add uh, more to the top, more levels. Looks like they're making a watchtower. Could be. So I will approach the woman with the braid. Okay. She turns to you after she's done yelling some orders and she's like, gives you a quick glance or two. And what do you want? 
So we have been sent by Wolf Knut. We are looking for those guys. I don't remember their names. Yeah, Torvik and Harder. Who what? what? Are they? Uh, Torvik, Strong Iron, and Harter, Axe Handle. Those are the guys. Yep. Torvik, Strong Iron, and Harter, Axe Handle. Yep, Torvik and Harder. Have they come through here? Um, she looks at you and she said, Wolf Canoe sent you. Yes. Yes. You don't look like members of our band, obviously. You judge much? <laughs> uh, he said he would be informing everybody about us. I asked about some kind of device to indicate our <laughs> That's true, membership. He and then this is what happens. <laughs> this is why I ask for these things. Um, he's not much of a communicator. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's fairly busy. But uh, um, so she's like, okay, yes, yes. Torvik and Harder stopped by on their way to the lighthouse. When was that? Oh, geez, let me. Two days ago, perhaps. Torvik days. spent some time here. His his daughter is is here. Uh, uh, his sister uh, is. Uh, uh, is my assistant. So his oh. daughter stays here with her and, and Torvik uh, came to visit and they spent some time here and before they took off for the lighthouse. How mm. quaint. Might we talk to her daughter, his daughter? Uh, Our sister. Uh, or sister. I don't, we don't know how this daughter is. Maybe the sister is more useful. Magda has gone to trade supplies with Freya so she is not here. The girl, Marta, I, I would hope that you would avoid talking to her. She has run off twice since her father visited, trying to find him, and we've wasted precious time tracking the girl down. She is a very headstrong young woman, and I don't want to give her the same strange thoughts again. She's finally managed to stick around the camp here for a while, and I don't want to encourage her by having people ask about her father. Oh, no. We will reassure her that a special team is on the job. <laughs> uh, something... With Alar and the, and the rat catchers hmm. on the quest, we are sure to find her father. R rat catchers. body. Or his body, exactly you, uh, what I was uh, thinking. Strangest <laughs> group of rat catchers I've ever seen. Oh, it's the name of our band. Band? Oh. <laughs> we are a musical outfit. You haven't heard of Alar and the Rat Catchers? You change your name daily. It's <laughs> uh, so tell, tell, everybody, fans. tell everybody about Alar and the Rat Catchers. <laughs> I will do that. Uh, so she's like... Fine, fine. The girl can be found over there. She's usually playing with some of the younger children, watching them. Um, she points off in direction, kind of back the way you came uh, on the other side of the, the burned out building. Um, you know, impossible to miss. Um, please, please. If something has ha happened to her father, don't, don't let on, okay? She will go berserk. And what's her name again? Marta. Well, we don't know if something happened to her father, so 
Then don't worry, I am a master of subtlety. <laughs> yeah, we're hey, pretty sure something has happened. Get that father. feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and we know something's happened because this season is so dark. <laughs> we pretty much know we he's dead already. Know. Yeah. Uh, just uh, for clarity, what is your name? My name? I, I'm Hilda Anchorstone. Oh, the Anchorstones? <laughs> yes. <laughs> of the Thunder Isle Anchorstones. Thunder Isle Anchorstones. <laughs> Did you say Anchorstones? Yeah, I like that better, but <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> So, Hilda, what are you building here? Ah, uh, this, uh, it's a watchtower. As I suspected. Nailed it. It was too far inland to be a, uh, another lighthouse. <laughs> lighthouse? Uh, yeah. Why, we already have a lighthouse. What are you watching for? Yeah, you know, um, incursions from neighboring... Fractions. That sort of thing. You guys can roll to see if you believe it or not. <laughs> I will do an insight flying. check. I'm like, I don't actually care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving 20% to this campaign. That's all you got. I rolled a 10, so I just think she's, you know, whatever. Yeah, it, it all adds up. Whatever. I got a 19. Oh. Uh, I got a 17. 17. Okay, so uh, Brokos uh, just kind of takes her at her word. Believes Very trusting sort that says. he is. Yeah. 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 Uh, you, Alar, and Triss, obviously uh, a little more suspicious of people. And uh, um, just doesn't seem to add up. Um, this watchtower is way behind the... The lines they drew on the map to indicate their territory. Um, you know, you would think a watchtower would be closer to the border. Uh, it just seems kind of strange. Are you questioning my wisdom? <laughs> uh, are you asking me, DM, or asking Hilda? So, Hilda, you said that Horvick's sister has gone to talk with Freya, yes? Yes, correct. So perhaps next time you have communication with Freya, you should ask about us and how we were of tremendous assistance to Freya and her endeavors. I think you will find that we are a competent group and can be very useful. Yes. What she's saying is we are multi-talented. <laughs> uh, she, she's like, I, I will make sure the next time I talk to Freya that I will ask all about you and the rat catchers or whatever you are. Thank you. Yes. Uh, oh, can we get back to work now, now here? Um, wait. And, and you see her like rush off, take a couple steps towards the, the platform and she starts yelling at people. You've overloaded it, you fools. You, oh, again, half of our people are gone to Freya's. We, we can't possibly lift this. We need more bodies before we could lift this. Please unload it. Start over. 
we should go before she asks us to help lift. Yes. <laughs> she turns to you at that second. Oh. Like, wait, you said you are multi-talented. Indeed. How strong are your backs? Brokos, show her how <laughs> strong you can be. I'm going to flex. Uh. <laughs> mm. Not what I meant, but you know. Impressive. Oh. Impressive. No, not that impressive. My strength is not that impressive. <laughs> uh, okay. So mm. she she will ask you. To I'm going. I'm going to help. part my vest and uh, show off my. Uh, oh yeah, you got yeah. rippling muscles. Are those yeah. new hairs? Oh, I hope not. Uh, Are you looking for for assistance? Uh, Yes, she will look for assistance from you, if you're willing to give it. They've overloaded this uh, lift, and it's all packed on there nice and tightly, and Mm -hmm. um, they'd have to unpack a few things and redo it. Uh, Sounds like a them problem, not a us problem. Yeah. Oh, Brokos, you're fantastic at unloading things. <laughs> Let's see. I've got so many options here. <laughs> unloading options. What's a nice, strong creature here? Perhaps an ox. Mm. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Wow. Is that okay. what they're looking for? They want something that's more like a... Yeah, it's, they have this big uh, length of uh, you know rope. Uh, and you know, you see some, some of them, uh, people, the stronger looking folks had gathered up, uh, one end of this rope and they were going to try to lift it. And she, that's when she started yelling. And so, okay, well, I would, I'll turn into, I will say, I think I might have something for that and I will do my, whatever it is and slowly start growing hooves. And I can't imagine it's always nice looking no it's got to be really gross to to watch so then i will turn into a large draft horse nice okay i imagine it's more like you know like when lyndon carter turned into wonder woman there was just a spinning and a bright light that's That's what i'm going with yeah that's better i was thinking more like pinocchio turning into a donkey oh no (laughs) 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 which by the way you want to talk about a dark disney movie yeah (laughs) <laughs> and well I'll, I'll go over there and grab the rope okay so Krager is going to use his his uh put his uh back into it as well gonna hook up the draft horse known as brokos uh oh. she seems very very impressed that you're able to do that and be. um so they get you uh strapped in brokos and uh i'm gonna have unless someone else is helping as well i will help okay so, so i'm, um, I'm- I'm directing Brokos. <laughs> so I'm helping. Lazily slapping him on the on the rump. Uh, encouraging at, that time, and... at that time, I will just let... Uh, I do have to urinate quite a bit, so... Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your boots are waterproof. Yeah. Are. We're going oh to need a bigger bucket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, okay. I'll have everyone Should've who's helping... Before I turned. Give me... Uh, Two strength checks. Do you want me to as yep. well? Yep. So I'm actually not sure how this factors in, but so one of my features is that I count as large for pulling and pushing yeah. and lifting. Oh, yeah. That's nice. a good question. So I don't know how that would do, like, 
you can just you can load you know you can carry more just much like a pole and, and stuff so i don't know how that would necessarily equate or translate well i'm assuming there's a chart somewhere yeah i've never used that well i got a natural 20 so that's a uh 24 and a 20 a natural 20 oh wow wow in horse mode you got a natural horse 20 mode yep that's that's uh very helpful all right. Um, I won't make you roll anymore. I think that's probably enough. Uh, so we're all just like semi-pulling and then uh, <laughs> it's just all done. A draft uh, horse. It's like he's got it. If you've yeah. never seen a draft horse roll its eyes, you have now. <laughs> um, so I finally see why you keep him around, Alar. <laughs> he's a Swiss army knife. Uh, <laughs> So good job on the roll, and uh, you hear the rope rope creaking as uh, uh, Brokos is straining against it, pulling this platform up, and uh, all of the all of the people who had grabbed a hold along with all of you um, seem to you know be surprised how easy it is, and they're all like you know start shouting heave heave and uh then it just kind of starts going up and they all seem you know shocked and confused and it gets to the top and the people at the top start you know unloading it as quickly as they can and you see some of the other people scrambling up the side some of the younger uh younger folks go scrambling up this uh, wood platform to help out the people at the top and you know um brokos athletics check You got this, little buddy. Uh, 19. Yeah. Okay. So not a problem there either. You managed to hold the platform up for them to get it unloaded, and it gets lighter and lighter and lighter, and pretty soon it's ready to drop back down. And um, you look over, and you see Hilda, and she is, like, beaming ear to ear. And, uh, you know, she sort of had one of those faces that you never – thought could was even possible of smiles um but she is smiling at you as she approaches and she's like you just saved us half a day's work thank you so much i i i see why wolf knut sent you now uh this is this has been most helpful uh time is of the essence with with everything that we're working on here and you know i wish i had some uh, wait a second and she kind of reaches into her cloak a bit and pulls out a healing potion what and she's like i've held on to this for a long time but please take it i i want you to be successful and i i hope that torvik and harter are safe they're good good men and well since brokos has hooves i will gladly accept the potion <laughs> yeah so just and so i you know. will I can't speak. I can only, you know, so you have to speak for me, Alar, when I'm in animal That's right. form. And mm. I will bow deeply with a flourish of my cape and nice. say, tell your friends and family, Alar and the rat catchers. Alar <laughs> uh, and the fill in the blanks yeah. uh, <laughs> will be performing at a market near you. That's right. Um, okay. Really, the ALAR is the only important part in his mind. <laughs> it took it could you, be ALAR and the whatevers, and it would be the same thing. It took same you eight thing. sessions to figure that out. 
so she hands you over this uh, healing potion. So you've got a, another healing potion. Nice. Um, uh, by the way, I found the rule on the large bed. Oh, yeah. So being large doubles, just doubles your push, drag, or lift. Okay. So I can push, drag, or lift 960 pounds. Yeah, he's good. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty impressive. Um, so, yes, you, uh, you managed to do that easily, and you got a potion as a reward. And uh, it's funny that uh, Tris was just asking about getting a potion because I had this all planned out. If you guys, didn't I will very generously pass the potion to Tris. Great, I will hold on to this. <laughs> You're welcome. Give her a bow too, hopefully. <laughs> um, not, not even an apple for the horse. Nothing. <laughs> no nothing. carrots. Nothing. Nothing. I'll give you a few pats on the butt. Yeah, well, that helps. There's usually rules about standing behind a, a horse. <laughs> I'm, I'm standing beside you. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So, are you guys doing anything else here? Uh, you're going to head off to the lighthouse, spend no, the night we're here? Going to go, we're going to go talk to Marta. Talk That's to Marta. Right. Okay. So, as you, uh, when you turn around, you, you see there's a, there's a group of children standing over. Uh, they obviously uh, heard some of the commotion and came out to see. And they're all kind of like jumping around and clapping excitedly for you and for Brokos, especially. And uh, that's right. We did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> and one of the older children, um, you know, a young girl, um, uh, blonde hair, uh, kind of, you know, uh, dirty faced, uh, you know, standing there and looking at you more seriously than, than the others, uh, not really partaking in all of the excitement, like, you know, she's uh, got the weight of the world on her shoulders a little bit more than the other children, and she's a little bit older. Young lady, you must be Marta. How, how do you know my name? I am Alar, and these are my compatriots. As you saw, we are incredible at problem solving, and we have been sent by Wolf Canute to find your father. Don't worry, young lady. We will succeed. Find my father? He went to the lighthouse. Why, why do you need to find him? What, what happened to him? Where is he? That is exactly the mystery that we seek to solve. It's a mystery? No, there is no mystery. <laughs> you can see she's starting to tear up. You're like, what, what happened to my father? Tell, Everything tell me. is fine. But he said it's a mystery. What's going on? Who are you? I will lean down and, and in a kind of a conspiratorial tone say, the, uh, the fancy one, he's just a little crazy. It is okay. Oh, oh okay. okay. Um, but you're, you're going to find my father. You're exactly. looking for my father. Oh, okay. So. And we thought you might be able to help us. You saw him two days hence, yes? Yeah, yes, I, I did. He stopped by to spend some time with me and, and my aunt. Can I, I go uh, with you? I could, I could help you. I could uh, maybe go with you and find him. Um, no, I awkwardly smile, you know, my fangs 
show, <laughs> it doesn't look reassuring, but I'm trying. Okay. okay. And I'm like, no, no, you should stay here and, and uh, play with your friends and, and uh, you know, but I can take your father a message and let him know that you would like to see him again very soon. You, okay, yeah, please, please tell him to come back for me. He's supposed to come back for me. Did he tell you anything interesting before he continued with his journeys? Um, no, he, he told me that he was supposed to secure the lighthouse for Wolfcanute, that it was a very important mission. He said that he and Harter would come back for me and we'd all live in the lighthouse for a while. He, he said that he'd be back soon. He said there was no danger. It's just he had to go live in the lighthouse for a while. I, I don't really know. I've never lived in a lighthouse, but it looked fun. Are you being mistreated here? Oh, by, by whom? No. Everyone is nice to me. My aunt is here. She's very nice. Busy, but uh, I have my own jobs. I'm, I'm 10 now, so I watch the other children. Mm. So it sounds like you are doing very important work, and perhaps your father is just trying to make all the preparations, and there is nothing to be concerned about. And we will go and help him. Oh, good, good. Uh, tell him, tell him that I'm waiting for him. That that I'm ready to go whenever he comes back for me. I would like to live in the lighthouse. Hmm. We will be sure to return to you shortly. Let us go, my friends. I will put my large draft horse head down oh, and nuzzle goodness. her a little bit. Let her pet my my snout in my muzzle and just kind of for a little bit of console her and you know so she reaches up and kind of pats your your uh, snout there and and uh she reaches into her pocket and she pulls out a little turnip and oh a tasty turnip his name is brokos He's a good boy. <laughs> I'll <And> go. <laughs> my, my so you see that that elicits. Yes, people, a, you're going to be hearing my imitations of animal sounds. Animal, animal sounds. sounds. So happy. Uh, she uh, <clears throat> managed to make her uh, giggle a little bit, and she smiles and looks away, kind of uh, shyly uh, at that. All these years of, of old McDonald's farm are going to pay off. Pay off. Now's the time. You've been training for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So you guys are now headed to the lighthouse? Yes. It's yes. probably close to seven or eight, starting to get dark. Totally your call. Uh, you should get there right at uh, uh, nightfall, I would guess. Mm, I think that's for the best. We can stay there for the night. So press on. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. So job well done here in Coldfoot Market. You press on towards the lighthouse. Uh, as you're walking along, um, you start to hear the sound of the waves. Uh, you eventually hear crashing of the waves against the cliff, um, uh, the northern coastline of this island. And uh, the unusually still air 
uh, has allowed the the morning's usual fog to cling to the shoreline all day, and you can still see it up ahead. Um, but there's also something else up ahead, a light that starts to flash and zoom through the sky intermittently, and you imagine this must be the uh, enormous lighthouse that uh, guides ships in um, to the harbor. Um, as you approach, the light gets brighter and brighter and brighter until finally it seems to bounce off each droplet of water vapor uh, surrounding you in this formless glowing cloud as it passes by. But um, despite the slightly disorienting nature of this, um, you uh, manage to make good time. Um, and even though it's not quite nightfall, it's, uh, you know, with the fog and everything else and the light, it's very hard to see. Uh, and you keep pressing on and you think you're headed towards the right place, just drawn like moths to the flame to this light. Um, I'm going to have you each roll a perception for me quickly. <clears throat> Not me. <laughs> Six. Six for uh, Kragar. Uh, 17. 17 for Brokos. 15 for Alar. Chris is apparently very disoriented by it because I got a three. Wow. <laughs> I am oh, back wow. in my regular form, by the way, Jerry. Okay. That was only, that's an hour. So okay. whenever that passed. Um, so, uh, Alar Brokos, you just can't help it. It could be just the, uh, the weird still air, the fog, the light. Um, it, it just feels off to you and it feels like someone's watching you, but you don't know how that would even be possible. Um, cause it's be just careful, Brokos. Something is afoot. I will draw my rapier. Okay. I sense that as well. <laughs> are you going to so, let your other... <laughs> I was going to say, are you just telling Brokos? That's like, the heck with these two? <laughs> Everything I do is in a stage whisper, so, you know, you can you can totally hear me saying that. <laughs> so, I'll, uh, I'll, I mean, I'm not surprised, but I just kind of look at, look at the two of you and then draw my weapon. <laughs> okay. So I draw my weapons. So... You guys all draw your weapons, and you're still walking towards the towards the light of the lighthouse. Well, I mean, what what's the what are we walking through? Is this like an open street? Uh, you're on the coast now. It's just kind of rocky. You think there's a path beneath your feet, but it's uh, very very um, rocky and rugged and uh, rutted, and um, you know, not not kept up very well. So the lighthouse is like outside of the yeah. city proper. Yep. It's the kind of place you would find a lighthouse. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah, curious. that makes sense. Difficult mm. to access. Uh, jutting out on this little peninsula out into the uh, terrible northern sea. And uh, you can hear the waves and you feel the fog you know, just kind of clinging to your skin, making uh, Kragar smell even worse than he did before. And, uh, but you now all have the sense that 
you're somehow being watched through all of this. And that is where we're going to leave it. Oh, oh, man. That time already. Making people wait. Making people wait. Yeah. Got to keep things hanging. Cliffhangers, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are literally on the cliffs of the island. Uh, uh-huh. uh, yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're not used to the bad jokes uh, by now, uh, it's never going to happen, I'm afraid. Yep. But yep. Material doesn't get any better. So. <laughs> I often feel like I'm hanging out with my 14 year old son. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's 15 now. My 15 year old oh, son. Oh man, how did that happen? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that that does sneak up on you. Um, but thank you guys. That was uh, well played, uh, Brokos. Man, that uh, yeah, Swiss saves Army the day night. again. Yeah, the horse mode activate. Mm-hmm. Uh, got Your you animal modes potion. are really useful. They really are. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in battle you'll find them too. Nice. Well, I don't know. You know, that's what uh, Jerry and I were kind of figuring out is what because I can't turn into anything that I've not seen. So it's trying to figure out, you know, well, fortunately there's a lot of exotic animals in this market area. But. So many exotic animals. So you can't <laughs> turn into an elemental if you haven't seen an elemental. Elemental, I get a 10th level, I can turn into an elemental. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah, real nice. That's yeah, a ways off. That's <laughs> a ways off, so. <laughs> but still. I picked the circle of the moon, so I get to pick turn into animals that are higher uh, CR than what normally you would be able to. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. So you're going to be like taking us to every petting zoo, every you know, <laughs> right, like, right, right. you're going to be collecting Pokemon basically. <laughs> Catch them all. Catch them all. <laughs> Ooh, uh, a giraffe. Yeah, look at that long neck. Well, then when I get to turn into sixth level, I get to fly. Nice. And so I could turn oh. into a giant eagle. Wow. So I can say, fly, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> or an albatross. Oh, or an, or an albatross. albatross, yeah. Yeah. I could freak some people out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, it's come in very handy so far. I mean, yeah. the whole group seems to be gelling pretty well. No combat this episode, but uh, you figured some things out and you're uh, moving ahead. So that's And we cool. reassured a, a young girl. Yeah. Is that what we did? That's, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That's, That's exactly, exactly what happened. how it went down. Hey, Lars, mind. I'm surprised you didn't make him roll a deception. <laughs> Still check there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I could have, uh, could have asked for that. I, I was not acting. That was all Alar. <laughs> uh, I think Tris uh, stepped in and saved the day for you there, but. Somehow I suspect that's going to be how the campaign goes quite often. So, yeah. 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 I do have to remember you guys that not, not a very reassuring person to look at. Right. I mean, she's got horns and fangs and swishy tail. And it's like, if she has to step in all the time and, uh, do you reass- guys not remember season yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of now. Uh, it's okay that Rochelle can play these characters that are, you know, level headed. somebody needs to do it in this group Uh, (laughs) seems to be your role a lot that was not what i was going for this time though no i know (laughs) you can change though if you want to you know Uh, i I, 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 craigar take all the responsibility oh yeah i'd be scared 
He wanted to kill Arvik. He just wants to kill people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> His blade is getting pretty dry there. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Gregor's just not a really nice person. <laughs> uh, good to know. Uh, well, thank you guys, and we will we'll see, see you next all week. next week. Bye bye. Right. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.